Hello and welcome to the Dinosaur Man Nerdcast. I'm Andy Hughes and I'm here with Mark Barrett. What? Andy Fowler. Hey, yeah. And last time we fixed the Expendables. <laughs> we, can, we can honestly say that franchise is fixed. So we thought, why not do it again? We pass the baton to you, Andy. Right. Andy Fowler's Batman vs Superman. Right, okay, cool. Right, this is exciting. Because I've spent a lot of time thinking about this and actually come up with very little... Well, <laughs> no, like, because it's like it's so big. Like, this is a big idea, like a big film to do. So I've thought, like, my general kind of gist with it is, I would play it as it is part of their DC universe. But this is how I would do the film that they are about to do, or they have already mm-hmm. filmed. So does Man of Steel right. exist in this universe? Absolutely. Right. Yes. The characters that already exist or are going to exist exist. This is part of their universe, very much so. This is just how I would do their film with that in mind. Yeah. Okay? Cool. Right, that doesn't mean to say the cast members have to be the same, though. <laughs> However, I am full on for Ben Affleck as so Batman. So still an older Batman. Still, definitely. And I'm full on for Henry Cavill as Superman. Yeah. Right? Your big guns, they can stay. I was really I'm... hoping you were going back to Brandon Routh. I love him, but maybe not as him. Um, <laughs> but, so, right then. What I mainly have is, because as, as you would have heard in the last podcast, you guys came in with some really strong ideas of how you fix the uh, expendables, and then we kind of played on it and see what we could come up with. I'm kind of doing to do the same thing. So I'm going to throw out scenarios and pieces and ideas <laughs> of what I would do with Batman versus Superman, and we can discuss it and then come to a resolution. Okay, I've got and, one main question. Yeah. Is it still colon Dawn of Justice? No. Cool. Right? I'm on board. Because actually, well, this is worth talking like. What do you not like about the title? Because I think it's not a brilliant title. Batman, is it the Batman versus Superman bit, or is it the Dawn of Justice bit? It's the Dawn of Justice bit. Yeah? I don't really have any thoughts on it. Good point. Because <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think the Batman versus Superman is the shit bit. I think if you just killed the film, Dawn of Justice, that would be inter- that would be better. It's a terrible title, it isn't, isn't it? brilliant. Why? It's like, no, I don't think it's terrible. This is where justice starts. But it's it Justice League, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's a hint to Dawn but of the Justice Avengers League. Assemble. Yeah, exactly. Great film. Yeah, Terrible brilliant title. film, but the title Avengers Assemble. Least imagined the title. At least Dawn of Justice has got some, like, you've got some tone to where the film's going to go and what it's about there. I suppose so. I would have, personally, actually, yeah, scrap it. This isn't Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. This is just Dawn of Justice. Okay. Cool. Right, this is, this is very much the build-up to the Justice League. Okay. Right? Cool. With a focus on... Batman and Superman, because they're your big guns. You're going to bring and them your title be Dawn of Justice with a focus on Batman and Superman. Yeah, it's actually right. The full title is Dawn of Justice: colon, Batman versus Superman, and a focus on how the Justice League begins to start, but not brackets assemble. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, there's your title. So right. Um, so I, I kind of thought lots of things. Did I want to get major points? So I've got major points that will go through the film and like how what I want to happen. Do I have a general overarching plot? Sort of. Do I have a detailed description of how the whole film's going to happen? Definitely not. But I do have the first set piece. Okay. Right. As we've established, as we've, it's worth talking about what we've seen before all the advertising. Mm-hmm. We've had a teaser trailer, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, and a full trailer? No. No, just a teaser trailer and loads of posters and stuff for Batman vs. Superman, yeah? It's all very exciting. We get the idea that it's going to heavily focus around Batman and Superman, the lack of trust there, and the aftermath of the Battle of Metropolis, because Man of Steel is very much being seen as a first contact film. Yeah. Right? I want to focus ours on Batman more than Superman. Massively. As soon as we've had a Superman film. We've had a Superman so. film. We need... But, yeah, so... I'll take it from the start, shall I? Okay. Right? Now, it's very tense, and I've also made a decision that I'm going to play some music while I do this, because I think <laughs> I need to get the atmosphere right. Right? Yeah. And I've also decided that Hans Zimmer would definitely score the music for this, and he wouldn't even have to come up with anything new. He could literally just rehash the Dark Knight soundtrack, because <laughs> it's probably the best soundtrack that's ever been written for oh. any comic oh book God. film ever. Fact. So... You're in the cinema. Lights go down. Oops, something's happening. Stop listening, you popcorn. I'm going to turn around and fucking punch you. Right? <laughs> Put your arm on that armrest, okay? Everyone's got one to the right. That's how it works. That's the system. If you're on an eye, you'll get an extra. That's fair. But stay out there. So anyway, 
get right. You're in the <laughs> cinema. Lights go down. Adverts are finishing. Screen widens. Depends if you watch it in IMAX. It will be IMAX. Of course. We'll be filmed in IMAX. Only allowed in IMAX. Only allowed in no IMAX. No 2D versions. Um, got, no, no, yeah. IMAX 2D, because oh, nobody no, wants 3D. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And I've got bad eyes, and <laughs> this is my film. So, <laughs> so, right, you're in the cinema, lights go down. Here we go. Oh, we know this music, tent. Right, darkness. The film starts mid-mission. Batman. Gotham, okay? Batman is swooping down, gliding onto an old abandoned clock tower that's part of the abandoned Gotham City railway station, okay? <laughs> He's flying in down at the top, clock tower, boom, through a small hole that's been left where like loads of bats used to fly out, boom, boom. <laughs> good image, lands, dusty, right? He checks his interface Batcom thing in his mask, right? Yeah. And he's getting missions from Alfred. Alfred's in his ear. You've arrived at your destination, sir. Uh, according to the clues that you've been given, Commissioner Gordon should be somewhere located at the base of this building. For some reason, he's flown in at the top, right? So, <laughs> Batman has been working on this case for a matter of weeks. Commissioner Gordon has been missing for a long time. Now, as this older Batman, we're fully aware that they've got a very strong relationship, okay? But Batman's still the bad guy that's been hunted. So he needs Commissioner Gordon as a friend and as an ally in the city, okay? Now, Batman has been given clues by a mysterious figure for a while as to um, Commissioner Gordon's whereabouts. This is it. This is him getting him back, right? So he goes down the clock tower. There are various thugs in weird... Victorian steampunk-esque <laughs> clothing, right? It transpires that they're all part of a gang for this villain that's downstairs who's got Commissioner Gordon. He works his way down the rickety tower. It looks like he could cave in at any moment. He's working his way down. Alfred, at every possible moment, because Batman's got his blue lights in his eyes, because he's got his hedge suit on, right, is constantly giving him feedback to the enemies. In, like, the Arkham games, where yeah. you get, like, feedback of detective mode, it's like that. This is Detective Batman. Right? Good stuff. He works his way down the tower. It's dusty, it's mental, and then he gets to the main stone bit under the tower, right? And it's the last chamber. It's the door. And there is who Batman thinks he's been giving him all these clues to some kind of sick mind game, but it's not. It's the Mad Hatter. A lesser known comic book villain, but a very good one to start this film off with, right? Now, the Mad Hatter is having something what he calls his annual tea party, right? It's just fucked up and messy, right? He's, a, he's escaped from Arkham Asylum three, three months ago, around the same time that Commissioner Gordon went missing. So he knows he's onto something here, right? Now, the Mad Hatter also has an extra hostage. Now, bear in mind he's in the train station. All of a sudden, he hears the Mad Hatter, turn around, look at Batman and go, I'm glad you've arrived. And he pulls two giant sets of levers, right? And these two old abandoned train tunnel um, gates open up. And two trains slowly come into view. It's a very large platform, so they're a good distance away. And on the front of the left one is Commissioner Gordon, tied up. And the front of the right one is tied up is Harley Quinn. Now, the Mad Hatter is deeply in love with Harley Quinn, as is Harley Quinn with the Joker. So as soon as Harley Quinn left him and, uh, and, and went and tried to go back to the Joker, he's madly insane jealous. So he's used his henchmen to kidnap Harley Quinn, and his plan is, right, to make Batman decide which one he wants to save. But ultimately, Batman can't let anyone die. So the Mad Hatter's plan is just to pull the levers and let them collide into each other. So Batman has to make a decision. There's a lot of bit of banter, there's a lot of talking, lots going on. And ultimately, Batman decides he's going to prolong him, smoke bomb, beat the shit out of Manhattan. So that goes down. And then during the process, Manhattan falls backwards onto the levers and the trains start to rev up, right? And come closer together. So it's a matter of time now. Shit. Fuck, what the hell is he going to do? Manhattan's henchmen are all on him. It's like when you play the games, he's fucking fighting a big circle of them. And at this point, the trains are getting closer and closer and closer and they are going to die. At that point, right? There's a big earth-shaking rumble, right? Fuck. What the fuck is going on? Everyone's startled and shocked. The Manhattan was on the floor, pretty much crippled, right? <laughs> Batman needs to get out. The building looks like it's going to shake. Shit. 
um, um, what's his name? Alfred. Alfred is in his ear going, you need to get out. The building is about to collapse. You need to leave. Get out. No, I need to save Gordon. I need to save Harley Quinn. I can't let anyone die. I have to also take the Mad Hatter out. You hear it again. Then, from one of the top windows, all the way down to the bottom floor, red lasers. <laughs> Cut through the building. Right? The building starts to crumble in on itself. At that point, Batman runs over to the train that's still moving, and he tries to jump on top and save Gordon at the same time. Vroom, swoosh. Before you know it, in a blur, Batman, Harley Quinn, and the Mad Hatter have been swooped off into the floor outside the building. Um, and then there's a scuffle. Boom. You look up, Superman's on top of Batman, holding him down like, What are you doing? This isn't the right way. And Batman's like, No, you're wrong! This isn't the right way! No, Batman, you're going to get people killed. I've just saved their lives. No, you haven't! The building falls in itself. The train continues going, comes to a stop. Boom! Right? An earth-shattering crash. The whole building falls in itself. The train collapses. A big ball of smoke, right? Blackout. Dawn of Justice comes up on the screen. Next shot. It's Commissioner Gordon's funeral. <laughs> through Superman's actions, <laughs> through choosing to save Batman and the Mad Hatter and Harley Quinn, the people he thought he knew was in the building because he doesn't have detective eyes, right? Gordon was wearing a lead jacket. Gordon, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like, for some reason, trying to do the right thing, Superman has killed Commissioner Gordon. Begins the film. <laughs> so now we've ultimately set up this idea that, because they probably were aware of each other already because they're older, right? That Batman has got even more reason not to trust Superman and hate him. Yeah. Okay? Because now the whole of Gotham is against Batman anyway because it's older Batman and they're all hunting him down and he hasn't got an ally in the city. And now the only person that could potentially help him has put him in that position. Batman doesn't trust how powerful Superman is and now he doesn't trust his logic because it's his decision that made that happen. Well, so Batman, Batman is setting to find a way to take this guy down or to control him. And you've had a huge death. And from rumours, spoiler alert, but the next Batman and Superman film isn't going to have a Commissioner Gordon because he may already be dead. I would want to see God. the death. Yeah, I would want to see the You death. can't just take a character like that straight Exactly, out. right? I would want to see the death. Right, yeah, yeah. My, so that's, that's, have, that's my start I have a main film. question. Yeah? So Batman doesn't want to kill anyone. Yeah. And he's upset because Superman's killed one person. Accidentally, yeah. What about all the thugs that were in there? Oh, he'd knock them out. Did Superman... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But surely but that the happens, relaxed. That happens in every film, though, doesn't it? it <laughs> oh, <laughs> Batman doesn't directly kill anyone. Okay. Superman kills them all. Yeah, yeah, but... But this is the thing, as because it goes straight back off that Metropolis thing in Man of Steel, how much damage Superman did, and Superman again has just done that so again by trying to do the right thing. But he the, hasn't learnt from Man of Steel, and this is the recurring that brings up the main tone of the film. The whole point of this film is that these people are too powerful, and you can't trust them because you can't control them. He's Superman's like a bumbling elephant, just like he's not bumbling because he's like, ultimately his morality. He is like the perfect morality gentleman. He he did this to save their lives. Right, but he he has he's still learning. He's quite young into this. Where well, Batman's been doing it for years, but they have different approaches. So this is the start of the film. Mm -hmm. So it's settled now on the aftermath. Gordon's death, graveyard scene, boom. Now we go. Um, now the film I think should then go and focus on Superman. He's having a crisis thing now because he's probably he's at the president's office, right? Yeah. Right. The president's like, we appreciate all the work you did for us, in Metropolis. Now, now we need to thank you, but. Ultimately, you know, we need to know that you're not going to hurt us. There's a huge thing. So the town's also in a bit of conflict because they're like, can we trust this guy who did all this damage? A lot of people are like, yeah, he's a hero. He's a god. Like, he's come from above. The religious nuts are loving him. <laughs> but at the same time, the very, very, very uber left wing guys are like, fuck this. No, he's just going to be a tool for the government, for the president to control us. We can't have this. So there's a huge thing. And the difference that I want to do with this film that isn't going to be done in the other one, I think, is in the other one. Batman's going to be, Superman's going to be kind of the force of good, but Batman's like the shady bad guy that doesn't trust him. In my one, I think I want ultimately the people not to trust Superman because they, they're scared of him as an alien. And I want them to, to turn for Batman. So Gotham goes, we want you. Because Superman calls that, we want you now. We need you as our hero to stop Superman. 
And the government actually are on Superman's side because the president yeah. and Superman, they're like that. That's fine. It was like, we need they're to be a symbol, symbol of hope and morality. But the people are revolting. And there's a, there is like, if you like, a civil unrest. Yeah. And it's the people against the establishment. The establishment is Superman. The people are Batman. People get the city on the side and the country on the side to stop. And that's how this conflict starts. That's my thing. I quite like the idea that, like, mm. certainly in the last film, it's mm. kind of present, but not really touched on. In this film, you're doing it a lot, which is low. Is that, like, for me personally, I've never been a huge fan of Superman to think he's overpowered, mm. but I think the way that you're doing it's really good, which is he is overpowered, but because he's young and he's not learned it yet, people are really squishy to him, and buildings yeah. are really squishy to him. <laughs> yeah. Like, collateral is just a natural occurrence. So he's trying to do the right thing, but he, the, the problem is, is you've got that moment of people, like, kind of the logical step would be for, like, global catastrophes, like, like to like the last film, yeah, that's fine. You need him there, but for like little crime, like this, this commissioner, <laughs> he's the death, worst. Yeah. He's the worst thing because it's like bringing yeah, a Hulk. Exactly, yeah. it's not what you want. He's just going to smash the. And they made, <laughs> just made the Hulk to go stop the you know, exactly, exactly. pickpocketer. Yeah, exactly. And the reason some people might not like him is he's just too powerful because he's the first ever superhero. He's too yeah. powerful, right? So yeah. the, what I want to do in our film is in, in our Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Is make his strength his weakness. Yeah, definitely. And that's what oh, that. that's what showed in Metropolis. He causes too much damage by trying to do the right thing. Ultimately, he is a good guy. But as much as Batman's got to learn to trust him and be lighter, Superman has to learn to be a different hero. What I like yeah, what you're doing totally is yeah. you're not making Superman weaker by taking his powers away. Yeah. What you're doing is you're making him weaker because of his so surroundings. Yeah. Right. So, Superman's at the President's office, he's been congratulated for all the work he did when General Zod got zapped. Or blown up, Snapped. or what, snapped. <laughs> right. Yeah, which is a bit controversial anyway. <laughs> right. Batman is in Gotham seething. Fucking seething with rage. Bear in mind, the Riddler's always constantly in the background at the moment, because he's the one that's been given the clues about Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Because the Riddler, being very clever, definitely knows that Batman was going to act the same way and he probably knew that Superman was going to act the same way and set Maybe. the whole thing up, right, for Superman to do that in that building and that to happen and then to turn on each other. So it's also, there's a, a strong sense in Gotham especially that the villains are trying to turn the superheroes against each other. Yeah. Oh, right, so right? Could you, are you having it as like the Riddler, like he sent all of these clues to Batman to get him on the trail for such yeah, a long yeah, time, yeah. but then maybe sent a blatant one to Superman, which yeah. is what brought him there the last like, so, Superman, maybe you should fly through this building or something. I don't know why I just it. last minute and just go, I've got information about this. Yeah. And he just it's comes it's in. a huge setup. It reveal is transpires that that whole bit because it's a yeah. huge setup. Superman Zod's back alive. He's in this train station. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But it's nice. But like so, Snap I reckon from the off, Riddler is your main baddie for Batman. Yeah. Because we want to save the Joker for later, right? Yeah. yeah you Massively. don't want the Joker in this. Right, too early. So Riddler, really good kind of replacement and very clever. Yeah. And he can use lower level criminals to manipulate, like Mad Hatter, right? And, and use them calendar in, man in calendar man or all the <laughs> kinds of shit ones below him to do that kind of stuff right to manipulate the time whereas Superman I still think should have Lex Luthor there yes because I think Lex Luthor also helps represent the establishment and government because what would be really interesting I think is if Lex Luthor is just as pally with the president as Superman is and Lex Luthor gives us this vibe that hey Superman I'm on your side but really, but not. the he's people not. don't like this establishment and government because they don't actually trust Lex Luthor. And now Superman's been thrown in on that same thing. So that's how you find their rivalry starts. As the film goes on, uh, you realise that the government and Lex Luthor are just as corrupt as anything else and Superman has to detach from that. And that's when eventually, this revelation at the end, when after Superman and Batman fight, that they go to a together and go... Spoiler alert, right. they fight. So, yeah, they fight, and but they go at the end. We, it's not us who should be fighting. We should be fighting everyone else to make this place a safer place from the government or from evil villains like the Riddler. Yeah. So it's the Lex Luthor and the Riddler who probably might be in cohorts together, right? Who are the revelation to Batman and Superman going, we need to trust each other because we have the power. And we need to lead the people against them. So to go back, yeah. so Batman is now weeping. Batman is weeping yeah. over Batman's Quentin Gordon. You who need is, to make a thing of that. You who is to... your Alfred, by the way? Who's playing Alfred? And who's Gordon? That's what I'm interested. I think Gordon More doesn't really matter because yeah, yeah. he dies in the first. Well, I think yeah, it should be someone you're going to miss. Yeah, that's, should be that's exactly you're right. Miss. It needs to be Swan B because we only get five minutes. Honestly, to see it and I miss if it. I could get the budget and the people who to arrange it, yes, I would keep it Michael Caine. Oh no, sorry, as, as Alfred. 
No, oh, yeah. Right. I know, sorry, yeah, I keep it Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, yeah. 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 That's the only Alfred, way I would say. Alfred should be Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> no, no, no. Spare Alfred. Me. I don't think it should be Michael Caine anymore. No. Because he's had his time and it should be a very different thing, but I think you could keep Commissioner Gordon as Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But as Alfred, I know um it's Jeremy Irons, isn't it? The yeah. new one. That sounds like a really good idea. I didn't expect that. I didn't see that coming a mile away. Malcolm McDowell. Really good. Malcolm McDowell? From Clockwork Orange? Yeah, that could be fantastic. Let's go with that. Unless we can think of better ones. Currently, Malcolm Malcolm McDowell. He hasn't got the tall, slender build. No, but he's got that old, and I think he can still beat beat you in a fist fight. And a wit. Yeah, so I'm I'm cool with Malcolm McDowell being Alfred. Cool. Right now, so he's in the Batcave. He now he's going to take a back seat now because he's all had the first kind of yeah. sex scene. He's going to take a back seat in the plot, but we get the idea that he's at home seeding, planning something. So he's going to start doing research into Kryptonite and Superman's weakness because he needs that. And ah ha ha! Well, this is where the real corrupt villains show their faces because we know Batman knows that Riddler's the main bad baddie now. He's setting up. Mm-hmm. Superman's a bit wary about Lex Luthor. However, Lex Luthor and Riddler in cohorts know that they need to turn these guys against each other. So, Batman gets contacted by Lex Luthor going, this guy's powerful. Ooh, surely we need to help have some backup plan. So Lex Luthor is also toying on the idea of turning Batman against Superman as well, because it's all part of their <laughs> grand plan. Yeah, Because Lex Luthor's got the money, Riddler's got the brains. They've both got the brains, but do you know what I mean? So that's the, that's the plan. So Batman, in the background, is being co- coherent with Lex Luthor as a plan to take Superman down. In the meantime, Riddler's been getting um, his cronies together yeah. to kind of make the world a shitter place to turn the public against Batman again. Yeah. Right? Because at the moment, Batman's got strength behind him because people believe he's, the, he's, he's in for justice now. So a lot going on. But now it's going to focus on Superman stuff. What I think the next thing should be is just to deepen the hole that Superman's in to find himself a bit, eject himself off the way into like. Fortress of Solitude. A low area. Maybe he goes into like the desert or something where some of the fight happened from the Metropolis or stuff, right? Where that thing should have landed, right? Just to kind of have a think and reflect. And as he's going back home after he's had a long time to think, he gets a shot of him thinking and trying to be a good guy. On his way back, crosses the ocean, and all of a sudden there's a huge. Rise and ripple of water. And Superman's like, what the fuck is this? And then before you know it, Aquaman. He's pissed. Because where's that world engine? It's in the ocean. It's in the ocean. And Aquaman literally just lifts it out. Because he's fucking nails. Because Aquaman is water thought, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, I'm down there. And it's like, this is yours. This belongs to you. So now Afterwards throws Ryan Reynolds there hand is, at him. There's an immediate fight because there's a lack of trust, right? And this is really interesting because the only way that Aquaman can win is because he knocks Superman in the water and then has his way with him. So there's a tussle. Hold on, has Superman, his way with him? No, like he fucking batters him uh, in a fist fight underwater. Superman, uh, Aquaman has the power there, but eventually Superman zooms out up the water and then. Aquaman um, creates like a tidal wave that lifts him up a bit, mm. like a, a water tornado. And they look at each other right away and they basically then just kind of talk it out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> not, in like a, not in like a mediation meeting kind of shit, but they kind of, there's an exchange of words that makes them go, look, we're on the same side here, but Superman, you need to learn, right? Because we have powers, we have responsibilities, we've got to kind of do the right thing. Otherwise, if these people turn against us, it doesn't matter how strong we are. We don't stand a chance. I have a problem here. Why is at it? At this point, which is, surely Aquaman doesn't give two shits. But he does, because just as just as important as obviously the war he lives in, he needs the land to be at the peace as well. Like he can't just he can't have just one. He can't focus on just one. A lot of the and time the he just kind of goes, I'm in Atlantis, boys! Yeah, Do I what know, you want! But it's, this is a, the aliens, like Zod and stuff, coming into the world, just potentially destroying the whole world means the ocean and Atlantis too. So this is now suddenly his problem. I, I was just hoping it was going to be a case of he comes up with his world engine, throws it at Superman, goes, your problem now, and then just goes back <laughs> yeah. down. No, but the idea is, after a, <laughs> after, after a tussle, we get the idea that there's these two superpowers, and we also have a huge revelation of Aquaman, but we don't want too much yet, hmm. right? Of there's two big powers here that are starting to unite in their mindset. And so we've got, the, that's the introduction of Aquaman. He's going to go away for a bit. Probably, yeah. yeah. 
Because um, we don't want to see too much of his world yet because we want to save it for his yeah. film, right? Now, that's as far as I've got. What are your thoughts? Because we need Wonder Woman. Would we have Wonder Woman in this film? We don't want to ram one too of, much. I think one of my main concerns is that Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, not Dawn of Justice, Batman v Superman, yeah. and potentially introducing the Justice League but not being assembling. Yeah. With the actual one is they've got a bit too much in there. Because they've also got hints of they've got cyborgs going and in there. Flash. It's because apparently the the actual Batman versus Superman is going to show the creation of cyborg. Uh, and in the way that I said it should. Yeah, and yeah, and you're definitely going to see um, Aquaman. And you're definitely going to see Wonder Woman. Yeah, and potentially the Flash. So currently we have a so Batman not... who's de- so the, the set we've got is Batman who's devastated. Yeah. Superman, who's just had a moment of solace. Um, he needs and, to, yeah. Had a little chat with Aquaman, probably got hit in the face by a world engine at one yeah, point. exactly. Um, and a whale. Yeah. Is now going to fly back to Metropolis or the White House. He needs to have, he needs to, after his reflection, he needs to have a chat with Lois Lane. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Let's have a chat with Lois Lane. Probably. Yeah. But at the moment, my worry is that nothing much has happened. No, no, no. Well, we've had a chaotic start scene. I think that would be a big set piece between Superman and Aquaman. Mm. But now I think we might need to go back to Gotham. Because there's this presence in Gotham, this criminal presence that needs to get sorted as well. Okay, so now there's an over-encumbrance of villains mm. in Gotham. You've got people like, say, uh, is it Victor Sands? Yeah. He's there just murdering people because yeah. that's what he does, just tattooing his body like, yeah. murdered another one, fuckers. Yeah. You've got Cannon the Man just telling people the days. Batman is on a fucking rampant rage trying to get to the Riddler to or, kind of avenge. avenge. Or Batman's really down, and mm. this is where we introduce the Bat family. No. I think I would have Nightwing. I think you have to have, I think you have a Nightwing. You have a Robin, mm. and you have a Barbara Gordon. Yeah, Barbara cause... Gordon, who has just lost her dad, is even out there trying to stop the plague that's attacking Gotham. Yeah. But Batman isn't. Yeah. And it has to come to either a point where Alfred or Nightwing turn around and say, Get out of it. Bruce, sort your fucking life out, or you don't deserve to be Batman. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. at this age, because it's an older Batman, we're going to have a Nightwing already established, and we'll be on the second Robin. Yeah. Or... What they're going to be doing in the the film they are making is what I like is the second Robin's already died because you've got a night there potentially the Nightwing but there's also this idea that the Joker's already killed second Robin spoilers spoilers, spoilers. Uh, that's potentially, potentially a thing, yeah because there's shown pictures of in the very distant background of like a Batman with his cow you see a case with a Robin uniform spoilers so. I'm um, saying I'm saying there should be a Bat family, and I think mm. those are your three you use. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Don't really go for Jason Todd. Um, he might be dead. I, I'd like to keep him that he's dead. Yeah, Jason Todd's dead. But I think have have Barbara Gordon as Batgirl and not the Oracle. Yeah, because that will happen later. Yeah. Later on, Barbara Gordon in the know? comics. Did you not becomes know that Batgirl disabled. becomes the Oracle? I don't even know what an Oracle is. <laughs> Oracle is a character lesser known, I think, generally. But as a character, basically, Batgirl, there was originally just Batgirl, not Batwoman. Hmm. Batgirl was crippled by the Joker. Right. And she becomes the Oracle, which is just this, basically, Alfred 2.0 computer whiz that aids Batman in the missions. That's okay. that. It's Barbara Gordon, which is... But in Dawn of yeah, Justice, yeah. our Dawn of Justice, she's going to be Batgirl. Because I think, yeah. I think it works better to have somebody who's so close to what Batman's feeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And because he do the job as well. So I think after Batman grieves over Commissioner Gordon, we've definitely got Nightwing and Batgirl taking on the work. Yeah. Yeah. So we get and there's also a bit of a between Nightwing, yeah, Nightwing and Batman, but they're still not getting on. Yeah, Night, probably... Nightwing's basically just being like, sort your shit out. Yeah. And then, either, I'm going to give you a multiple choice of what attacks Gotham. Cool. Clayface or Killer Croc? Killer Croc. Without a doubt, and because after after he attacks and he comes to the sewer network, I'm not convinced that putting another villain into Broach out. But it'll be a no, minor. No, no. What one. I want is a but small, you've already got a small like level two villain, two to three minor villains, this, in and two main Adam, villains. Victor Sands, who is probably going to be the hardest work for them. Calendar yeah. Man is going to be kicked in the face. The Mad Hatter, Mad Hatter's the gone. Red. He's backing in Arkham. Yeah, what's already been no, in and he's backing in Arkham and Lex Luthor. What we're talking about is lower level, lower level villains. References so, of enemies. Basically, because ones they're that all going to get thrown, thrown into Arkham so they can be there Arkham. for the Suicide Squad. 
Okay. So what I'm thinking is, there has to be a villain that realistically the Bat family would struggle with, and the only person to stop that would be Batman, because okay. Batman has the wits and the brawns and the face to be yeah. able to stop it. Because the face as good as Nightwing is and Batgirl would be, they just don't have the sheer strength and experience to take down someone, say, like Carilla Croc, who is big and strong and nasty, but not too what the hierarchy yeah. changes. He's not like a Mr. Freeze. Um, uh, uh, yeah, he's yeah. not he's not a main baddie, but he's he is pure muscle. So you'd need Batman to take him down. So Batman goes out, yeah. he stops Killer Croc, basically what happens is the Bat family tries to take him on, they've they've arrested the other ones, they've all gone to Arkham, back yeah. to Arkham you go. Riddler's still nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Killer Croc comes, the Bat family are struggling, all of a sudden, shot from the top of a building, the Bat symbol lights up in the sky. Like the bat symbol lights up in the sky, Killer yeah. Croc notices it, and everyone's like, Why is that lit up? The only person who ever lit that was was Gordon. Yeah. Then yeah. Billow and Cape, glide kick in the face, Batman uses his skills and boards, takes out Killer Croc. Yeah. All of a sudden, in the sky, in the bat symbol, you see the silhouette of Superman. Yes. He's there. He knows now Batman's that... back. And this is where the fight comes in, because we go before we know, because obviously we've had time pass now in the background. Uh, Batman has got his kryptonite research done, right? Mm-hmm. And then Superman has been. I think Superman actually comes to make amends. Yeah. Superman. I've seen it back because right here. So you've got right. We're we'll right, all back grievance. together now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So during your grievance period, mm. right? So the people of Gotham, do they like or dislike Batman? Why they like? They like him. They right. now this like is, him because like him. Why, he's just saved he, the city. Yeah. Why this, is how this, this is the general structure of the film so far. Starts with a big set piece with uh, Batman and the villains and then Superman. Commissioner uh, yeah, yeah. Gordon dies. Tragedy. People are on Batman's side. They don't trust Superman because they made this happen. Okay, they made well, this happen. Right here, this after is a question I have for that moment then. Before, yeah. before we continue there. Because I want to know. I, you, we spoke quite a lot in depth mm. earlier about how like the people of the power of this, which mm. is great and a good theme. But that means we need to have absolute clarity on their emotions. So if it's like Batman's side, mm. if you say that like that, it also means like they already know that there's sides to pick, which oh, okay. seems a bit strange at this point. I, but particularly if you've got a Batman that's older and has been retired for a while, I imagine that the public interest would in be where has he gone I think rather the, than whether he's I think the issue would be is there is no general decision by the public. There's okay. social unrest. So okay, they're, cool. they're fighting with, with each other okay, about yeah, yeah. what they think. So like... If you've ever read The Dark Knight Returns, the start thing is all these news interviews about people arguing right. about what yeah, to yeah. believe. And it's like, oh, yeah, Superman and Batman. Yeah. And they're all disagreeing. Okay, so divided and that's it. These superheroes have divided the public. And the thing is, we can yeah. even have things like that where basically when these lower level criminals are coming back and they're back in mass, mm. people are there like, where the fuck is Batman? Yeah. We know he's around because he was yeah. just there where Gordon was when yeah, Gordon exactly. died. This but, is why I wanted to know what they were like because yeah. if they didn't like him then they can be like, oh, well, maybe now we want him back again. They like the Bat family because the Bat, they're, they're like, we can see the Bat family are there trying yeah. to help. Exactly, right, okay. Even the Bat dog is there trying to help. Which yeah. means then when Batman comes in for Killer Croc and the Bat family is there, yeah. maybe that will swing the public opinion towards Batman because the mm. city's gone into disrepair and he's the one that's come out to do something about it. Yeah. yeah. When, so, when when they're on the brink of destruction, hmm. when there's this thing where nobody when they can stop need him on anything, and the team, they, they, the they, team they support, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. the team they support, which is the Bat family, yeah. are there and they're struggling to kill a croc. Batman comes and saves the day. Yeah, Batman's back. And then Croc is dead. They take it to Arkham. He's been restrained. He's incapacitated. Huge ambulance. Then you hear this kind of whistle in the sky. You look up. There's Superman. Yeah. Cape floats in the wing. He's come to make amends with Batman. Yeah, because right. he wants to do the right thing. Maybe he's... after that's what Lois has told him to do. Yeah, Lois has said, look, even though you don't, you feel like you've been trying to do the right thing, because it's a scene we've had earlier, she'll be like, yeah. look, the only way... I've written a new Pulitzer the... article! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only way, the, the only way to get... I'm a journalist! The only way to get on Batman's side is to play with his pride, because he's a proud, still man. You have to make a move. Um, because, like I say, we've had that set piece. After that set piece, at the start, the main structure of the film is every, it, it's that small and close scene. Then it's introduce everyone and all their sides and then come back to this Gotham crisis and Killer Croc and then they're all put back together again. So Superman comes in after being told by Lois, you got to sort this shit Basically, out. Lois is like, stop being so stubborn, Superman. Go sort your life out. Be a bit more light-footed. Basically, the motto of this film is go sort your life out. Yeah. I like the idea that Lois is like, you should be more like 
Batman, Superman. Superman's like, you've never even met him! Lewis <laughs> 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 is just there going, so Commissioner Gordon died, yeah. Couldn't you just fly back in time really, really fast and bring him back to life? He's not that powerful, this Superman. I think it's also important to stress that. Like, <laughs> Throw him into the Phantom Zone. <laughs> it's also important to stress, like, like, like he's too strong of his powers. This is still an early Superman. Yeah. Whereas this is old Batman. And so Batman's where, like the trust comes from. If anything, yeah. this is pre-peak Superman and yeah. past peak Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, definitely. What I'm thinking is Superman has arrived. The Bat family are there. They they're there with Batman. Yeah. And Batman's like, we need to get Clock back to Arkham. I've got this. Nightwing, I imagine, will be like, no, no, no I'm going to help you. Yeah. You know, you're you're you've been literally sitting in the basement of Wayne Manor for the last four months or whatever. Yeah. Just but this is doing fuck all playing tic tac toe or whatever. Though. This is the establishment of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to go yeah. full fight. No, 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 I had an no, idea no, already. No, no, so no, no, Superman's no. hovering up above the symbol, blocking the bat sign. Actually, a bit symbolic. Yeah. Right. But you get the light around it, but you block the bat yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. and the Batman's like, wow. and Nightwing's like, Some wait. Of yeah. But Nightwing's like, wait, patient. You, you can't take this guy back. I can take. And then this one um, but a Superman slowly floats down, and then there's just a silence where they just look at each other for a bit, really cool image. But a Superman's got his cape bowing, and Batman's got like Batman way behind him. And then there's the public kind of coming in close, and then they exchange a few get words. Get out of here, Superman! Yeah, this like, is our out town. Here, alien, like coming here, stealing our heroes' jobs. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> but like. Um, so they, they're squaring up, but they're not squaring up. Batman's, uh, Superman's trying to offer them. Batman's kind of like, Ugh. You intimidate. Yeah, you killed Gordon. And Superman's like, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I've made a mistake. I can't apologise enough. What can I do? Batman's like, you can leave. You can get out of here. You can stop meddling in business that doesn't involve you. Blah, blah, blah. Go live on the moon. We need to sort this out. I've been talking to the president. Blah, 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 blah. There are bigger threats against us like Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor isn't the problem. Because he's been talking to Lex Luthor. Yeah. Can't you look past your fucking cowl and just see what's wrong, Batman? You don't want to fight here? No, 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 this is the bit. And he's like, Superman's like, no, I'm not going to let this escalate. I can't fight because the public are on Batman's side at the moment. And Superman can't fight with Batman and win, because he will do, again, while the public are on Batman's side. Right, so Superman's like, look, we'll deal with this later. Batman's like, yeah, we will. Superman flies off. Batman goes into full kind of Wallace and Gromit construction mode. Right, <laughs> like you know, when they watch the big day out and build the rocket, all that mode, but building a suit because we're having the big heavy armor suit in there. Yeah, right, this tank suit and the Batmobile, which is more of a bat tank. If that's going to happen, so Superman goes off and is like preparing himself and he's going to deal with Lex Luthor. Yeah, he needs to deal with Lex Luthor. So he goes after Luthor instead of yeah. So Superman's like, oh, I can see that Lex Luthor's really because it's revealed in that conversation that Le- Batman's been talking to Lex. So Batman's like, I need to get rid of this problem. He goes deals with Lex Luthor. But he can't because he's too deep in corporate shit. Like, but Lex Luthor's too slippery. He's got too much power. Too much power. So it builds him up for next movies. Yeah. But we get the idea that Lex, this Lex Luthor is a corrupt bastard that's got the government and the present on his side that we just can't get to yet. He's too powerful. But that's what we find from that. So as Superman does this whizzing around. And then Superman sorts the Riddler out. That fucks Batman right off. Right. The Riddler's his. The Riddler is his. Because yeah. from talking to Lex Luthor, Superman knows that the Riddler's in this and he just goes and sort him out and presents him in the middle of Gotham. They're like, with, with his laser's eye going, Batman. No, no don't like, laser eye right on the road. No, like, it's the worst part of that comic. No, it won't. Why it won't can't you right. just talk, guys? Pick up a phone no, or something. They're not talking, that's it. Right, this is it. Oh. So... The and worst. then there's loads of press coverage because like everyone's now and the public are like, "Wow, Superman's amazing." It's got out of the press. problems. Yeah, but Superman is amazing. So the press and everyone are still loving him. This is like Batman's like. So there's loads of press coverage. Well, I like the idea that there's loads of like camera angles on newsreaders talking to people like, "Well, this has happened now," and it turns it like really political. That would be quite cool. So all of a sudden, you get the idea that the press, uh, press especially, and the public are siding with Superman because he's redeeming himself. He needs to do this. And now it transpires through these news interviews that it turns out that Batman has sent out signals of saying, like, Superman, meet me here. And Batman's got a big setup now, how to take down Superman. And this is where the fight happens. And it's the second to last thing that happens in the movie, the big fight. How does it happen? 
Okay, well, the, the way that you've set that up is that Batman sends signals to Superman. Yeah. And so the one thing that you've got, like, obviously the hard part here is getting Batman off Superman's body. That's yeah. always going to be an issue. Because you've given him set up time, mm-hmm. and you've given him, you can have it as, like, this Superman coming in, and Superman might be thinking he wants to, like, mm-hmm. thank me for but taking yeah, this yeah. Care, like, Super, take him Superman out. Superman doesn't have set up time. He just yeah. follows well, up. Well, there's that theory all his plans, and he's got time to develop for this Well, there's that theory that Batman can be anyone. If you give him prep time, exactly. it's like if you put Batman That's against it. anyone, the first question everyone asks is, "Does he have so time?" So this to prep? is why yeah. I wanted it to be Batman's decision. I want Batman. This yeah. is Batman's plan because he's gone away. He's got this kryptonite. He's gone, got his army. He's gone, got his back tank without Superman knowing, right? So right. And Superman will just come straight into this fight. He won't plan it because yeah. he's still learning. Whereas Batman is now got to the position where he feels like he can fight Superman. So this is all on his terms. I have to imagine Superman's not even aware he's coming into a fight. Yeah, exactly. Because Superman feels like he's redeemed himself, and now he's going to resolve things with Batman. But yeah. that's not what Batman's that's not plan what is. So, the way it happens. Yeah. Right. Superman arrives to wherever it needs to be. Yes. And I imagine it's kind of an abandoned warehouse. Kind of scenario. Yeah. Superman gets there. Out of fucking nowhere, Batmobile comes out, cannons him through a wall. No, you know what it should be first? Before that happens, Superman lands and sees a figure of Batman in this opening. Because it's um, a big square around, surrounded by these big warehouses, right? Mm-hmm. Surrounded by these huge, huge warehouses like those old Victorian with glass windows, right? Mm-hmm. And Batman stood in the middle of this courtyard, kind of big opening. And Superman swoops down and says, right, we need to talk. And if Batman turns around, takes off his cowl, it's Nightwing, right? And then, all of a sudden, Batmobile comes in, Bat Tank, and then, like I say, hammers the shit out of Superman. Takes him down a bit, but doesn't kill him, obviously. No, no. Not gonna. There's a great moment you could have there. Hmm. Can we save that? Yeah, yeah, cool. Right, if you have a figure of Batman, Superman lands, all of a sudden, pellet, yeah. smoke pellet, Batman disappears. Yeah. When the smoke clears, there's the Batmobile. Yeah. Hammers him. Yeah. He goes into this building, um, and there he sees Batman again. Yeah. So he's like, Batman's gone from right in front of him to right behind him in oh, this building. Uh... He grabs him, takes off his hat, sees Nightwing, and he's like, but you're just a kid. Doesn't he have mm. X-ray vision? He only takes out. Yeah. But he, yeah. Take, but he takes it off anyway, yeah, just yeah. as a symbolism of, I know who you are. Because mm. he doesn't know Bruce Wayne is Batman. So yes. he takes it off, oh, and he goes, but you're just a kid. Oh, then you just hear the words, but I'm not. Metal fist. Oh, boom! boom. Yes! He's in his Hulkbuster armor. All of a sudden, he turns around. He's about to go super punch Batman. Floor below goes him, below him, without him even being prepared. So he falls. He falls, and he's in a room. And he looks around, but he can't see anything in the room. Batman's got him in a lead room. It's yes. a lead maze. Shit! Yeah, he's he converted, over time he's converted this warehouse into a lead maze. I'm with you on the one condition that Batman only finds out through the lead weakness by proper detective work. Meaning that he needs to... No, finds no, Batman it. finds out. Okay. Meaning it could be something that you put a nod into, a very subtle nod into, in your very first scene. Something yeah. about that train tracks is lead, which is why I couldn't see Gordon. Yes! Maybe Gordon's in one of the carriages, actually, not tied to the front, uh, with explosives in. Right, and it's cut, it's a lead it's a lead thing because the Riddler knows that from Lex Luthor yeah. and Batman will use that think back on it then do detective work at the crime scene of, of Commissioner Gordon's death because he'll do that while he's reflecting on his yeah, death yeah, and yeah. warning a lot and he's he goes warning, why is this only carriage lead why is this only carriage lead yeah he figures that out yeah yeah yeah, yeah so, so if he yeah, figures yeah, that out yeah, yeah cool yeah. I'm with it and you like, drop him into a lead labyrinth yeah oh, so a labyrinth basically yeah. every corner Superman takes he can't see past the next wall yeah and that's where Batman strikes. Yeah. Batman doesn't even really need to be in his mech armor. He is, mm. but I think he'd be more agile if he wasn't. Yeah. But either way, he's already in it, so fuck it. But you could have, like, a Batman as being in his armor and being quite slow and powerful, but then Nightwing is in there being the agile, yeah. young, yeah. like, doing sick flips like Roy sort of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you've got a bit of both. And every time Superman tries to get Nightwing, he where can't because... Batgirl is constantly always in the Bat tank. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine, but she can be the info call on it as well, as well as Alfred. She could be fulfilling the Oracle yeah. role. Yeah, already is a nod to what she's yeah. going to do. Because be Batman would have rigged up Batcams all yeah. over the I place. have a couple of questions based off your, your super knowledge, so I'm just putting things out. Right. So first of all, like, he can't see through lead. No. He can smash no. through lead, though. 
Probably, yes. yeah. I don't know. Right, so the, my idea, your theory there then is there needs to be some way for him to want, like to need to stay in the labyrinth. There's got to be a reason yeah. why. Why didn't yeah. he just smash out? That, I think that's where you're going to get like the Nightwing and Batman distractions. No, no. If he tries and fly, flies up, yeah. all of a sudden, powered down from the bat plane, being flown by Robin, no. and the bat car literally just pummeling him back in. That, or, or the ceiling above the thing is kryptonite. What, he can't fly kryptonite. up. Yeah, just lined with kryptonite, a top ceiling. Okay, so yeah, he yeah. has to stay low. It's a very high maze, but he can't fly up because it's going to hurt him. Yeah. Tries to run off, Batman grabs his cape, pulls him down. Never mind, this is, a, this is a Superman who's not fully aware of the extent of his powers. Mm. So he doesn't know if he could test the get Kryptonite or not yet. He just knows it hurts, so he stays away. Yeah, and plus, I suppose, like, the radiation is that thing from it? From, like, could that be affecting his powers in some way? Yeah, so it could like, weaken him in the yeah, world. Yeah, weaken to the point where mm. he's like, it's pretty much a fist fight. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Well, it, yeah, but he's Superman still, like, he's... still hammer him in a fist fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... And he's still maybe got, like, an essence of that power. He's still yeah. more powerful than him. But because Batman's got the advantage of the situation, plus Nightwing, plus everything else, Because the main thing, more Detective Batman, as we know and love, will create a situation where he will win whatever. And that's just yeah. what he's doing. Right. I'm going to create a situation. You've got to find a way to get Batman out of this, okay? Cool. Yeah. So, Nightwing hits Superman. Superman turns. He can see Nightwing because he's right in front of him. Yeah. Right. His eyes glow, start glowing red because he's now angry. He's pissed off. Mm. All of a sudden, because his hearing still is super, he hears behind a wall behind him. Yeah. Turns around and just super flies through the lead, grabbing Batman in his mech armor and just flying him through walls of lead. Yeah. Right until the end. Right. How does Batman get out of that? Because I think they really now need to get no. him out of this maze somehow. Right, well, then Batman has clearly got to, like, grapple hook the roof. So yeah. at one point, like, because Batman will know yes. the maze, Batman and grapple like, hooks the roof and then lines swings up. him up. Yeah. So he swings him into the... And he the... stays on the kryptonite ceiling yeah. knowing that this is the case. And I think maybe that's his way out because I think that's how we should end it because I want... Got it. Yeah. So this is Batman's maze. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Batman had a feeling this was going to happen and there's a reason this is the first time Superman's heard him. Yeah. He hits him to the end wall. Batman... Grapple hooks, grapple hooks out of the mech armor. So Superman oh. is just holding a shell. Yes. Looks up, flies after him, flies straight into a room, a box of kryptonite. Shit, yes. This is Batman is in there because the kryptonite will not affect Batman, yeah. but it will affect Superman. Yeah. So it's just two of them in a very small kryptonite. And that box. means Batman now can go mano, mano, mano. Yeah. They can just fist fight it. Yeah. Because while Superman's losing his powers, he could probably still put up a decent fight of a strong yeah. man. But what I want to happen then is Superman to still win. Because I bet you, I bet you in the next film they make it look like Batman wins. In a way, of some level or not. Moral and I think Batman is the perfect victim. And I don't think he should win. Okay. Because I think, because all this is happening, the attention from the audience will all be favouring Batman. And I think we need to turn it and we need to show that actually, although well, he was ignorant and naive slightly, Superman is the right power. There's the, an easy way of doing that, which yeah. is quite simply, where the fuck did Batman get all this crap kryptonite? Well, it's Lex. Lex Obviously, Lex, exactly. it's Lex Luthor. How he's got all of it, well, you'd have to put an explanation in there. Yeah. But as you get like into that fight, if they're shouting each other while they're fighting, you can yeah. reveal that information. Yeah, exactly. So, so the, it's a the, very the audience slow puncher. Oh, the villain is actually manipulating Batman. Yeah, here. and they have this re revelation. Um, but I think we should still have this thing that Superman trying to control his temper and patience. Yeah. He really starts to hammer Batman as he gets really angry about the situation, trying to convince Batman that he's good. And it gets to the point where he could just knock him out. Well, I'm just thinking, is there a way that we can damage the kryptonite box, whether it's by Superman or by an outside force, yeah. that damages the box? Maybe, ah, this will go back to Batgirl in the car. She's overhearing this whole conversation, mm. right? Because this whole place is rigged, right? Obviously, because Batman's done this. And she actually sides with Superman's thought process. And Blows as, aside, yeah, as they're bashing out, and it gets more and more <laughs> obvious that Batman's pride and um, angst is... <laughs> is bashing out? As they're fighting they're and beating the shit out of each other, <laughs> it becomes more and more obvious that Batman's just being too ignorant <laughs> and Superman's just tr actually the right good. And but, um, just as, just as uh, Batman's going to live the final blow to knock Superman out, uh, Batgirl takes down the kryptonite kind of. I know she uh, just blows it because it blows, 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 blows the wall, blows the wall, the wall. Yeah, they both topple out. Yeah, and then he can like, and then they, him, uh, her, and Nightwing as well because they're they're very close. Mm -hmm. And he, she can. Just they they stop Batman, and then with that light, Superman charges up, 
and it gives him kind of one last word, like, you know, something along the lines of, I don't know, that we're fighting each other when we should be fighting these, and then he flies off. Right? And that's it. But morally, right? Batman beat in the situation, but morally Superman won. Yeah. That should be the outcome. We see, for once we see Batman be the master tactician Batman should. Yeah, the detective yeah. and the technician, but Superman finding the morality he needs and like learning a lesson from it as well. Mm-hmm. But he wins morally. And the audience, when after that fight, should go, yeah, he's, he's, he is the good guy. Whereas yeah. Batman, it almost gets this cleverness. We think, oh, that's really cool. But then the more we, we watch it, the more we think, this is getting dark, Batman. The Batman's willing to kill him. Batman's twisted a bit. I like to imagine, right, the the way you've got it, because you've got Luther and Riddler as your main, right? So at the start, it's mainly Riddler. He's set up that original trap with Matt Hyde. And it's like Riddler's being a dick. But you learn as you go through that it's Luther that's been telling the Riddler to do this thing. They've worked in coerts. The Riddler's plan is to get them to fight each other, but Lex knows Batman's never going to win that. So mm. Lex starts working with Batman to kind of fund him. So he, he no longer cares about Riddler. Lex mm. stops caring about Riddler, which is why Superman gets to it. Mm. But Lex starts funding Batman, which is how he gets his kryptonite. He, he starts yeah. working with him to make this yeah. plan. So Basically, Lex end, wants Batman to take it. Lex yeah. is a master of making all these other people cogs in his it, machine. Exactly. So like he's basically making Batman into his pawn. Because yeah. he goes, Batman could take out Superman, but only if he's got my gear. So he can even be part of the mech suit that Batman has. It's also with Lex's. It's his assistant Lex Corp on the side. But has yeah. Lex's assistant design, maybe? The two of them, like, it kind of yeah. background notion, you don't really get to see till the end. Because you like, can easily imagine how much Bruce Wayne um, and Lex Luthor would be in the same conference room meetings, like big global. Yeah. And yeah. I reckon Lex Luthor does know who Batman actually is. Yeah. And you, you imagine. And he might threaten that with Superman. You, they probably have met yeah. a fair few times because like, yeah. they're both massive business companies. And that's how Batman would find out about Lex Luthor and go, like, right, yeah. Luthor, yeah. And Lex, maybe even like Lex Luthor basically figures out that Batman so, dislikes him. Or yeah. So, it. how does the film end? Film because ends. we've got we need a is sense Superman of, still. We need Aquaman to come back, don't we? I think we. Aquaman just picks up a nerve card and just, just have it as a fleeting reference to that thing and then we, we leave it there, maybe. You don't need Aquaman. We don't need him back again, then. We just have that. What I would have is, I I don't even think Wonder Woman fits. No, don't put him in there. I don't want her in there. I don't think anyone else fits. I think we can still introduce Cyborg much later on in the film franchises, in the same incidents, but just show it again. So I would just... Basically, take the Cyborg scene that I had previously, with the football game and the Destruction of Metropolis, just put it in this one. Where you basically see a flashback of the destruction of Metropolis and Cyborg's gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should yeah, just be a... your after scenes credit. For this, for maybe, this film. Yeah, maybe. You have, yeah. to, you have to credit scene for this film, yeah. which is kind of a two human version of that. It's yeah. Cyborg waking up. But, so, yeah. anyway, so we have that fight and Superman flies off away, mm-hmm. and there needs to be some kind of resolution with Lex Luthor, or I don't think there even needs to be. He can just be like this brand palette still. At the end, Lex Luthor puts on a glove and goes, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> what, what I like about Lex Luthor's role in this is that he's kind of slightly reminiscent to Kingpin in that he's hiding in plain sight. Like He yeah, doesn't yeah. just go, I'm going to disappear for a while. He doesn't. He's, he's still friends a with the president. Yeah. yeah, he's still a massive businessman. And everyone kind he's of loves so him. He's so powerful that even the superheroes can't touch him at the moment. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what should be scary about him. Yeah, because the people would sign him. Yeah, right. and, and the then people, yeah. the superhero. Oh yeah, yeah. He he is in a way DC's Tony Stark. At the end, what if Luth? The end is Luther just delivering a speech like, on a news program, so basically saying, "How can we trust these heroes when they fight amongst themselves?" Yes, and that Which should is, be it. And there should be kind of a rounding montage at the end as he's giving the speech from a podium. The crowd siding with Lex Luthor, yeah, yeah. right? Finally, not against mm. either one of them, but with Lex Luthor sure. and them two Luther coming together. Luthor's running for president. Oh no, just <laughs> no. But he, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> He's been president. He yeah, but he wouldn't do it in this one. <laughs> uh, it'd be absurd. He's too powerful in the current position, not president. It wouldn't work. So he's he's turned the audience against the superheroes because he's finally gone. Oh, you liked him, then you liked him, then you liked him, then you liked him. But actually, they're fighting each other. You should like them. You should like us humans. Yeah. yeah. We need to the round them who up. Don't hide from you. We yeah. need to round them up. We need to take control and let them work for us. Not and that's them how your justice league film right? starts. And then what with the start? Not the not, Marvel. No, not, <laughs> not them up, right? But with the public the being t- acts. Well, people yeah. already arrested. No, yeah. but the public being turned against them and then yeah. going. Batman obviously goes back thing, and then him and Superman have like maybe in silences a montage is happening, a handshake kind of thing. Was we need to work together to sort this out. So the film ends as the public distrust all of the superheroes. Or now. literally, you don't even have to have a choice of words. You literally have them yeah. both stood on the building. 
keep spillering in the wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next to each other. Yeah. It's good, good to do that. This is fine, but you need to have a slight uh, resolution between Batman and Superman because they had a fight. That kind yeah. of happens in the box, though. It can just well, be no, it does, but, but it does in a sense of mm. Batman is interrupted, but it's not Batman's choice. And as mm. we said, like he's withheld. And yes, you can have the Batman explain, but no, actually, Lex is I think bad, if you had Batman's smart if you enough had to think, what watching the new stuff of Lex Luthor going. Bear yeah. in mind, Lex Luthor's definitely it's lied to him now, and he's gone. Oh, you bastard! Yeah, and he's yeah. If he, yeah. that's my kind of point. If you figure that out, that'd be. I would yeah. have that. Is, I wouldn't have Batman and Superman stood side by side like we're pally now. After I'd the have box, Batman's revelation going, I was wrong. After yeah. the box, Superman doesn't fly away. Okay. He basically looks down at Batman and says, "I think we need to talk." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, after yeah, yeah. all of that, Superman is basically just going, "You almost got me there, Batman, but now let's actually talk." I hope yeah. you got that out of your system. Yeah. Let's talk. And then it goes to these Lex Luthor propaganda yeah. against anti-superheroes. And then Bruce Wayne can watch that stuff yeah, yeah. and realise that Lex Luthor has been using Batman as a pawn mm. and all of a sudden he's like, well, he's turned the... And they realise that Lex Luthor has turned the public against Batman as well. It's like, you prick. Yeah. Like, and that's After it. After all his hard work over this. That's it. Yeah. And then, automatically, you've got a bond between Superman and Batman, which yeah. is the dawn of the Justice League. And you set up your Justice League film. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Just Boom. Me. Boom. We have to there we go. Yeah, that, is, that is our incredibly convoluted plot for Dawn of Justice, where Batman versus Superman, and you potentially get introduced to other superheroes, probably only just Aquaman, but after all, they don't brackets assemble. Yeah. Yeah. We hope you liked it. <laughs> thank, you, thank you for joining us again. What's your perfect way for Batman to beat Superman? And I know what you were thinking. Malcolm McDowell was very, very underused. But wait for, <laughs> wait for the Batman film. Actually, that's a better question. Who is the perfect Alfred? That is a good question. Who is the perfect Alfred? Tell us. The on guy Twitter. who did Alfred before he died in the original nineties uh, trilogy. The one who did them all. Yeah, the one who did them all. He's probably the perfect Alfred. Yeah, but he's not. He's not military enough for me. No, yeah. Why don't you tell us? That dinosaur man fifteen on Twitter. Uh, thank you, Tamar. No problem. Thank you, Fowler, for your opening scene. Thank you for that. I'm glad you did the rest of the work. credits revelation that we've had right the, the, the way that we need to finish this goal so as we discussed in the first scene commissioner gordon when he is murdered in a train carriage right we're going to put him in the train now that's changed he's not on the front he's in it superman when when he dies there's a little kerfuffle outside between batman and superman not fight but like when they're shouting at each other and batman is screaming at him for like you didn't save everyone why did you leave him behind like, i would have saved everyone and you didn't that's kind of what splits them apart in the first place and superman's like i did save everyone I, I saved everyone. I got everyone out. It's like Gordon was still in there. Because I didn't see him. And that's all mm. it is. It's just a little knot. I didn't see him. And then they have this big argument and Ed like Superman fighter. Although that's how that bit finishes. It's later revealed that because like Batman figures out that Superman couldn't see through lead, he finds out that that carriage was made of lead. It doesn't question necessarily why it was, had a lead lining in it. For whatever reason, we'll have to figure out how to explain that that would be a normal He's thing. too focused on Superman mm. to go, okay, so Superman can't see through lead. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he, that's what he figures. He realises, yes. Yeah. He's like, Superman can't see through lead. That's why he makes the maze. And then the kryptonite bit comes in from Lex Luthor's support. So Batman and Lex are working together in a weird sort of way. They've known each other because they're both business conglomerates. They've likely met. Lex may well know that Bruce Wayne is Batman, but he doesn't reveal that. He just speaks to him as Bruce Wayne. And it's like, they have a little discussion about it at one point, and Lex, they, they might be even discussing about how bringing down these superpowered people, because Lex obviously hates it, Batman obviously hates it, or Bruce Wayne, so they discuss it. And he can reveal the idea of kryptonite, just like drop it in there as a little note, like, I found this element kryptonite, I wonder if he could crap against that. Now Batman's figured out that he can't see through Lex. Then he's, now he's figured out that, through Lex's influence, that super, uh, kryptonite is like his downfall. So he puts those two things together, that inspires the labyrinth, that inspires the kryptonite room. So everything that's happened in this movie so far has influenced how Batman, in detective mode, would take down Superman from yeah. what he's learned. Like the lead room and the kryptonite. Yeah. That's how he fights him in that way. And that's how he figures all of that out. And then when the fight happens and they're in the kryptonite room and it's broken free by the other Bat family who then hold Batman back. And there's that moment where Superman will eventually fly off, but he says something first. 
And like, as you said, like, we need to talk. It's like the end of that fight. Instead, Superman's kind of only really throwaway line or, or a couple of lines is just, how did you, like, how did you think, figure out that I couldn't see through lead? Or it's that moment of, why was that one carriage made of lead? Why is it lead? And it comes to that point where Batman really thinks on it and realises that it was Lex, the whole thing, even the Riddler's plot, was all Lex Luthor. He purposefully made the carriage lead so that Superman wouldn't see it, so that Commissioner Gordon would be killed, and that Batman would hate Superman. Because he's the only person that Batman really loves would be like Alfred or Gordon, and that's the one he got to. He got Gordon. So the whole thing was set up by Lex Luthor, and Batman figures that out. So the end of that film... It's just Batman maybe seeing that public announcement from Lex Luthor and he's had his little revelation moment and it's just his motive going, I was on the wrong side. I was manipulated. So Batman now hates Lex Luthor and the two of them can team up for the next film. He puts on his cowl, yeah. goes meets Superman on the roof and they stare over. The wind blows gently. Looks <laughs> <laughs> over Central City. And in the distance, a small yellow burst runs through the street. 